This is the Rose Petals Podcast, a space created to uplift and inspire women of all colors, a judgment-free space where we can sit back and reflect on common life experiences, a place for us to stop and smell the roses. I'm your host, Delaree, and let's get started. Welcome back, guys, and happy Black History Month. To my Black people that are listening, I just want you to know that we're awesome all the time, but this month, I want you to know that you're extra special, so do something extra special for yourself this month, and that could be whatever it looks like for you, because for me, it's definitely been buying whatever I want and saying I deserve it, because you know what? I do. So I've been enjoying my Black History Month. I've been enjoying myself this month, and I want you to do the same. Matter of fact, I want you to do it every single month, not just this month, because we're special, and you deserve this shit. But anyways, um, my life has been pretty chill. A week or two ago, there was this major ice storm here in uh, Memphis that knocked out power. So I was off work for like three days, So it was really nice to lay around the house and kind of just relax a bit. A lot of people did lose power, and I'm grateful that things are kind of starting to pick back up because I know it was really hard to be without power in such low temperatures. But I am grateful that I didn't lose power, and I was praying real hard that I did this time because the last time Memphis had like an ice storm or a snowstorm, I lost my heat. And I lost my water because my pipes froze. So I was like sick to my stomach because I couldn't be in my own home for like a week. But I was happy that my friends did allow me to kind of stay with them. But it was still kind of like very disheartening not to be in your own place. And then, y'all, it happened the day. And I mean the day, 24 hours before my birthday. So I was sick. But anyways, I was grateful that this time I was fortunate enough to have power, heat, and water throughout this little storm that we had. But speaking of birthdays, your girl just turned 25 on the 17th of February. Grateful for another year. Happy to be here. And I'm just feeling blessed. I actually didn't do much for my birthday um, because I had to work. And low-key, y'all. I have been using a lot of my energy to prepare myself emotionally for my grandmother's birthday. Because if you listen to my last few podcasts, you know that she died in November. And her birthday is two days after mine on the 19th. So this year was really hard for me to be happy and kind of like prepare for my birthday because I knew that this year I wouldn't be able to physically hear from my grandmother anymore and with our birthdays being so close it was kind of hard for me to be like oh let's be happy about my birthday so I didn't do much kind of was like expecting the day to be pretty crappy and to be sad because I knew that 
I wasn't going to hear from my grandmother this year. But, honestly, my birthday wasn't bad this year, y'all. Like I said, I expected to be miserable. Like, I truly did. And I did wake up that day of my birthday with with a heavy heart. Because I'm like, man, I know this day is going to be really hard for me. But, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I went to work as normal, and I told the kids that it was my birthday. So, of course, their parents were sending gifts. They were texting me. They were calling me. They were sending encouraging words. And it just truly filled my heart with joy because, I don't know, I expected something different. But, y'all, I just felt so covered and loved on my birthday in spite of my grief. And I know that was because of my grandmother. Like, I know from the bottom of my heart it was because of her. She didn't want me to be sad. And that just truly attests to the type of woman that she was. She was kind and she was always caring for others. So, my birthday wasn't bad. But I definitely expected her birthday to hurt. Because I'm like, man, like, I can't call her today. I can't talk to her. I can't go see her. But honestly, her birthday wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be either. I mean, granted, I did cry a bit, but that's normal. But overall, like, the day felt really warm. It felt like she was hugging us the entire day saying, it's okay to be happy today. It's okay to celebrate the life that I've had. It's okay to celebrate that you are still here. So, next year, I have made the decision to celebrate my birthday to the fullest. And yes, I'll still be grieving. And yes, I'll miss her. But I know that's what she would have wanted. So, I plan to honor her. Because if you know my grandma, you know that she celebrated her birthday to the fullest. But anyways getting a little emotional but I'm not gonna shy away from it you know it's normal to feel your emotions and grieve so I was there for a minute but you know it's fine so update on my lock journey because I told y'all in the last podcast that I locked my hair which I'm super excited about I'm also excited to announce that I'm officially two months locked Well, actually, I was two months locked on the 17th, which is my birthday. So now probably about two months and a half in, almost three. And like I said, I am loving it. I'm still very much so excited about this journey. And honestly, I'm happy. Like truly, this was one of the best decisions I have made in my life. And it was something that I did for me. Like I didn't think about anybody else when I was doing it I was like this is something I want to do this is something that I've been talking about for years so I did it and I look good like friends and all y'all I look good but for real though just wait until this hair drop like my hair is already past my ear which is cool because I kind of started with some decently sized sized anyway I started with some decently length hair I guess so my hair is 
a nice size. But um, just wait till it gets thick and it drops. I'm going to be active funny. I ain't going to tell y'all no tell. I'm going to be active funny. Just wait till it actually locks for real. It's over with. Then I'm in the gym too. Then I'm doing yoga. I'm going to be acting funny. Because this summer, I'm going to be outside. I'm going to be living my best life. And I will be living unapologetically. And I have no shame about it. Because I deserve to, y'all. Especially after this last year. But not even this last year. Just the last two years. Because... Is it just me or does it feel like ever since we've entered into this Panasonic, you feel like your life is all over the place? Like truly, I feel like I'm just a mess. And I've been trying to like organize my mess, but it's been really hard. Like I feel like my life is just truly on shuffle and I'm just waking up kind of like <laughs> trying to figure it out as the day goes. Because truly y'all, Nothing makes much sense anymore. Like, legit, think about it. We are expected to perform like things are normal. With all of this going on. And we in Black History Month. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I really don't. But, random side note that's completely unrelated. I love how black people say with everything going on, instead of like giving the full rundown, it's like we telling you, yeah, it's a lot going on, but you ain't gotta know all my business. Just know we in some shit over here, but you don't need to know it all, but we gonna figure it out. I love that for us. Like I love how we tell people, you don't need to know everything, but you know, just know it's going down over here. But. With everything going on, we are expected to live like normal. Like how? Like that's something I've just been truly like struggling to understand. <laughs> but I said all that to say, um, today I wanna talk about burnout. And before we get too deep into the topic, I just want y'all to know that I truly struggled with this. Like, I struggled with the whole idea of, like, coming up with something to talk about, sitting down, like, actually trying to, you know, get my notes together, finding the time to podcast. And it's not because I didn't want to, because truly, like, I do feel like this is a great outlet for me, and I hope this is one for y'all, too. I hope y'all are enjoying. I hope y'all can relate. But anyways, I struggle because, like, I'm exhausted. Like, y'all, I'm tired. Like, I need a new word to describe how freaking exhausted I am. Like, sis is tired. Sis is run down. Sis is beat. Sis needs a nap. Sis needs several naps. Like, I'm exhausted. And I feel like that's a experience that we're all having right now. Like, we're all tired. <laughs> it's like how can you not be tired with all this happening and man if I knew that my 20s would be like this and I asked to grow up so I can move out the house 
man, I would have stayed young because I'm, ooh, I'm exhausted. Like, y'all know that song by Money Long where she was like, I wish I had a time machine? go back in time because I regret this decision of saying that I was older so I could be on my own and do what I wanted to do because honestly it ain't worth it I'm over it like we live in in the middle of a pandemic um inflation is off the chain like y'all my rent has went up almost a hundred dollars in just one year and I'm terrified to see what's gonna happen with my rent this upcoming year like I told my folks <laughs> that I was gonna move back home if rent went up again and they think I'm playing but I'm dead serious like yes I can afford it but like for a one-bedroom apartment where y'all didn't provide a washer and dryer and then the office staff is crappy like there is no way I should be paying almost a thousand dollars especially for the area that I'm in it's not worth it. But anyways, I am really contemplating moving back in. Like, I envy those people that are still living at home with mom and dad because it's hard out here, especially when you're paying all your bills by yourself. Like, it's hard. And then still trying to find time to, you know, spend your money on yourself how you want to. Like, buying a few clothes here and there, going on some trips. It ain't easy. Being a strong, independent woman, whew, the struggle is real. But anyways, y'all know I'm a teacher, right, too. So that's a whole nother level of burnout and exhaustion that I'm experiencing. Personal life aside, being a teacher is a whole different level of burnout. Like, so let me, let me tell y'all what they did. So they told us we were getting a bonus. Which I was like, okay, cool, nice, a little bonus, you know, a bonus to say thank you for dealing with all this mess. And now looking back on it, I truly think that bonus was a way to soften the blow. Because maybe about six hours after they told us, you know, you're going to get a bonus or whatever. And it was a nice little bonus. They told us, one, that they were considering doing school year-round which honestly it probably wouldn't be a terrible idea for the kids because you know learning loss and they do experience like a lot of loss in the summer but like I think I'm thinking from the standpoint of mental and emotional health like that's not good for anybody not the kids not the teachers like all of us are living in the middle of this pandemic and all of us are mentally exhausted so of course the kids are not performing at their best performance of course the teachers are not teaching at their best performance like it probably is not the best idea so for them to mention that it was kind of like a nah fam and then for them to mention it after the bonus it was like let's soften the blow so the teachers are like, all right, we're going to stay. 
because we're gonna offer them some money honestly y'all I don't even think the money's worth it anymore I really don't like I've contemplated leaving teaching for a while now and I don't know if that is just me being exhausted or what but anyways besides the point (laughs) I told y'all I could go on some tangents but that's not what's important right now so like I was saying they offered us the bonus they told us that they were thinking about year-round school and then they tell us that hey the kids now have the option to wear a mask like I don't know if y'all like have kids or been around kids but kids are gross and that's not to say they're not adorable little humans, but they're gross. They're really gross. Like, I have kids that'll full flesh pick their nose and try to come hug me or, like, dig in their pants, just, like, out in the open, not even discreetly, and then come try to talk to me and be all in my face. Like, they're gross. They cough. They sneeze all over you. So, for you to give those kids, well, not even the kids, for you to give parents the option for their children not to wear a mask. I think that is a setup for failure on the educational system's part. But who am I? I'm just a person who works with the kids all day and sees how gross they can be. <laughs> but anyways, <sighs> I was talking about burnout. I'm off my rant. I wanted to talk about burnout today because I feel like I really needed to norm this experience that everyone is having right now. Like, we're all tired as hell. And I just want to let everyone know that that's okay. And I know that me, myself, I have not been performing to the best of my abilities. And as someone who identifies as a semi-perfectionist, that was really hard for me. Like I said, I kept thinking that, you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be teaching. Maybe I need to look into other careers because I'm frustrated. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing well at this. I feel like sometimes my kids are not getting what I'm trying to say. And then every time, and I mean every single time, we would come to a meeting or a PLC or some type of gathering where they would throw something else on our plates. And I just felt myself being pushed more and more over the edge. Like, just to paint this picture. Like, y'all, I'm standing on a cliff and I'm already, like, barely, like, standing. I'm, like, at the edge. And it's like every time they throw something else at us, like a PBO or a new calendar or a new standard or a skill that doesn't make sense for the grade level that I teach and like the skills that they have. I just felt like I was being pushed more and more to the point where like, I can't do this anymore. And I I was tired, I was exhausted, I was frustrated. Because like, if y'all were honestly teaching, you would see that some of the things that they're asking of us don't make sense. 
and I can't say too much because that's another podcast and I don't want to go on a whole teacher podcast maybe that's what I should do next like for my teachers do like a whole nonsense podcast for all the stuff that we deal with in the classroom because it is truly ridiculous but anyways I found myself being tired I keep using that word tired because y'all I was like I said I need to look up a new word for tired at this point I felt myself being angry and I just felt myself being unmotivated it kind of felt like my life was on autopilot for a while felt like I was just kind of going through the motions and you know just doing what I needed to do it didn't feel like I was like actually happy I felt like I was just like getting up going to work going to work out, coming home, taking a shower, eating something and going to sleep. And then doing it all over again the next day. Nothing else. Like, even my social life, I didn't even have the energy to be social anymore. I just felt like I was doing what I needed to do to survive for the next day. I was doing what I needed to do to survive the week. I was doing what I needed to do to survive the month. Like, I just was doing what I needed to do. And I just feel like I had just become so numb to everything around me. And that's when I realized that I was burned out. I kind of thought of myself like a car. That's probably a terrible analogy, but that's what I thought of myself as. And you know how when lights come on in your car, you don't think too much of it? So first, my tire pressure light came on. I'm like, all right, you're a little exhausted, sis. You know, slow down a bit. And then my check engine light came on. But instead of stopping and figuring out what was the issue, I was like, man, I don't have time. I got to perform. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, you know, be this happy, enthusiastic person all the time. So I just kept driving with my check engine light on until my car broke down, my body broke down, and I was frustrated and mad. Like, I legit would just like wake up like, man, I don't want to go to work today. I'm tired. Let the lights be out. Let it be a snow day. And it wasn't anything wrong. It like wasn't the kids. It wasn't, you know, the school itself. It was just truly because like, y'all, I was burnt out. And, like, the crazy part is I didn't even realize that I was burnt out until it was too late. Until I had already reached a point where, like, man, like, I'm, I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm negative about everything. But anyway, so um, we went to this PD. If you're a teacher, you're very familiar with the fact that teachers have to go to these PDs where... They kind of like give you tools to be successful in the year. So there was this PD about burnout prevention. So I was like, okay, let's let's go to it and see what it's about. You know, I was like, I'm hopeful that they will give me some new tools to use in order to like kind of like help myself get out of this rut. Because I really did not like the fact that I, I'm always tired. I'm always angry. I don't want to do anything besides like be alone. So I was like, I... I was really hoping that this would be something, you know, helpful. So 
I do want to say that the intentions of the PD was great. Um, I do feel like that I was heard and that like I was seen and I just wasn't being like pushed off to the side because oftentimes as a teacher they constantly preach the idea of like taking care of self but they never like give us real practical tools and like norm what we're experiencing but this PD was a little different so they kind of like gave us this paper which was really nice where they talked about like the signs of burnout and it was things like all right you're excluding yourself from social events you're withdrawing you're tired um you're complaining a lot you know you're constantly thinking about quitting the job lack of creativity loss of control you dread going to work you know just things that i felt like i was experiencing especially chronic exhaustion Oof. But, like, it was a list of things that were just like, okay, check, 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 check. Like, I was like, okay, this is me. Like, I'm here. And after this man gave all the warning steps and told us, like, okay, like, this is what burnout looks like. This is what it feels like. Um, He kind of gave us some, you know, I guess, practical tools or advice. And it was okay. Like I said, it was it was the normal stuff, the stuff that you expected, like self-care, you know, make time for you, log off of social media, you know, set limits, pick up a hobby, work out, eat right, go to church, talk to someone. All the stuff that, like, they constantly preach when it comes to self-care. And I... I kept telling myself the whole time I was sitting in this PD, I was like, okay, I work out, I eat right. I, you know, buy myself stuff here and there. I talk to my friends when I'm feeling, you know, too heavy. Um, You know, I don't go to church physically anymore. You know, there's virtual service. Um, I pray, I read my Bible, but I'm still burnt out. So I kept saying, like, these are the same things that they preached to me at school about taking care of myself. And I'm not saying they don't work, but, like, I feel like once you're already in burnout, it's hard to see these things practically through. Like, yes, I work out, for example, but I don't feel like working out is going to help my burnout. Yes, I do feel like it is a way for me to stay in shape and in a way for me to distract myself from the burnout that I'm feeling. But do I feel like it is the end all be all? No. So I just felt like none of the things that they were saying were practical if you were already in a burnout. I feel like they probably would have helped before I got there. But before I got there, I didn't know I was there. And I know I sound really negative, and I don't mean to. Side note, being negative is one of the signs of burnout. So I'm still struggling with the whole idea of, you know, finding my way out of this feeling. But anyways, I honestly do wish that I could sit here and give some great advice about burnout prevention. 
but I can't. And I'm sorry, not sorry, because it's something that I'm still struggling with. And I feel like it's something that a lot of us are struggling with. Like we have truly just been surviving for the past two years. But what I will say is that's okay. That's what they don't tell you in those PDs and those seminars that it's okay to be burnt out. It's okay to just survive. Like, we in a whole pandemic. We are being forced to live in a world that don't make no sense. And for my people that speak correct English, I know that sentence was not grammatically correct, but I don't care. We are being forced to live in a shit show. That's the simplest way to put it. And sometimes, a lot of times, that is a lot to bear. Especially as a woman. Cause like we already feel the burden of the nurturer and the one that has to be there for everybody. And oftentimes that we forget to be there for ourselves. So, yeah, it's okay to be burnt out. It's okay to be exhausted. It's okay to be motherfucking tired. It's okay. And I'm saying that from personal experience, because y'all, I am still struggling with that myself. And... I'm only taking care of me. So, like, just imagine those women that have children, that have husbands, that, you know, have to take care of older parents. Like, that's a whole different level of burnout. And then your jobs, they're still expecting us to perform like normal when all hell is breaking loose around us. And then for most of us, we're just starting to figure out life and all of this is happening. So, of course, we're tired. Like I said, I can't give you a bunch of tips about fighting against burnout. I wish I could, but I'm not there yet. I mean, of course, you know, take time for yourself. Log out of social media, you know, work out, eat right, the usual. But when you're already there, when you are already at your wits end and you feel like you cannot go anymore, that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to give the tips for. When you already feel like you burnt out and you can't get up the next day and you dread going to work and you negative about everything... I want to say that one, give yourself some grace. Like, it's okay. Like I told you, I can't give you a bunch of tips because this is something I'm still winging and figuring out myself. But what I can say is that give yourself grace and don't be so hard on yourself because this is new territory like we ain't never lived in a pandemic before (laughs) we don't know what this is 
we don't understand how to function in this type of society. So of course you're going to mess up. Of course you won't perform to your best of abilities. But don't beat yourself up about it. That was one of the things that I had to learn myself. Because I wanted to be this perfect teacher. I wanted to be this perfect person. I wanted to, you know, perform at the best of my abilities because that's how I was used to functioning. But I had to realize that because I have been in survival mode so long that I couldn't perform at the best of my abilities. I couldn't. Because it was too exhausting. And sometimes I just needed to get up and do the bare minimum. And I had to give myself grace and understand that you are still figuring it out. So if nothing else, I can say be patient with yourself. Because you know what you need. Give yourself grace and understand that like you don't have to be perfect every day. And I know that we as women feel like we have to be perfect. We have to have our hair done, nails done, face done. You have to you feel like everything has to be put together. But no. No. Give yourself grace. Give yourself time to be a mess. Give yourself patience because you got to grow through this. And I feel like that is one of the things that they don't talk about in those PDs. Like, it's okay to feel like crap. It's okay to be burnt out. But you got to give yourself patience and time to get out of that. Another thing that I can say that I've kind of like discovered in this journey of being burnt out is that you got to find the moments of joy. And I mean, you truly got to dig your hardest to find those little pockets of joy that happen in your life and like hold on to them. And I mean, try your damnedest because it's hard. It's hard when you're already in this feeling of, I'm tired, I can't go anymore, to enjoy those moments of happiness. Because you're so focused on like everything that's going on that's not right. So you have to be super intentional about setting your mindset on what's going good. Like, you do. And I feel like that's what my birthday was. It was like a reset for me. Because like, I went to the PD maybe a week or two before my birthday. And I realized that I was burnt out. And I was like, all right, I'm tired. I, I don't want to do anything for my birthday. I just want to go to work and get up and do what I got to do. But I feel like I've been focused on so much of the negative. And when my birthday came, I feel like it was just like one of those days where I had to soak in the joy. Because I got so much love and covering and protection. My kids wrote me these letters. His parents texted me. And I truly tried my hardest that day to soak in that joy. And it did help a lot, actually. Like, I'm not saying that I'm 100% not burnt out anymore because I'm still freaking exhausted. But it did help that I focused more on, like, the joy. 
and I tried my hardest to focus on only the joy. I want to end today by saying that it's okay. It's okay. Sometimes we honestly don't need advice. Sometimes we just need to hear that what we're feeling is okay. It's normal. And I feel like we don't hear that often about burnout. I feel like we hear ways to prevent it, but never hear ways to, you know, deal with it. So I'm here to say that it's okay. I'm not a licensed doctor or anything. I'm just a human that's dealing with the burnout of her own. But it's okay. It's okay. And know that you got to give yourself grace in this. This is uncharted territory for everybody. And try, and I mean really try, because it's hard. It is. Really try to find those moments of joy. And embrace them when they come. I hope that my experience has helped someone in some way. As always, this has been the Rose Petals Podcast. I'm your host, Delaree. And thanks for taking some time to stop and smell the roses with me. I love y'all. Be great. And goodbye.